Hello and welcome to the Grid Iron Crew podcast. I'm your host, Craig Smith, and if you're watching us live on Twitter or YouTube or Twitch or any of these other things, uh, thanks for tuning in. Good to have you with us. Um, you're listening to another edition of The Review Crew. Now that the confetti's settled on what was a truly momentous, uh, memorable Super Bowl 57 in Arizona, uh, we'll take you through all the latest news and its aftermath, and we'll just have a wee blether about the main event as well. And uh, thankfully, you don't have to spend the next hour just listening to me talking about the biggest game of the year. I've uh, got two other fine crew members to, to join me to chew the fat over as well. I've got Brian and I've got Liam. How are we doing, boys? Very well, mate. Uh, more than less recovered from the Super Bowl festivities. It's only taken me the better part of a week to feel like something vaguely approaching a normal human again. Well, I say normal human, as if I was ever accused of being that in the first place. Uh, but yes, no, delighted to be back on the air with you fine gentlemen. And uh, looking forward to a wee chat about things that I allegedly watched in the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> things you were told that you watched. Reliably informed. <laughs> That's it. You were, you, were there in, you were there in body, maybe not in spirit. The lights were on. Brian might not have been home, but he was certainly, <laughs> certainly in spirit. Many spirits. We'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk about all of that. Um, and Liam, how are you doing, bud? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Yes, good, yes. Looking forward to and I'll be chat about the joy, the joy of NFL. I suppose I'm just thinking towards the weekend. What am I going to do Sunday night now? Really? Yeah, it's your family. How depressing is that? Like, <laughs> it's your wife, wife and children. It's, but... it's bad. It's bad times when you get to Sunday now and you're like, "What am I gonna do? Yeah. What? Why? Why is there no red zone to look forward to? Like, how am I possibly gonna get through Sunday nights doing doing the ironing, the school uniforms that need irons, and there's no red zone to watch anymore for months, months and months." Never mind. Never mind. Challenging times. Challenging. We'll times. get we'll get through it together. We're gonna we'll, we'll have loads of we'll have loads of specials over the uh, the off season, boys. Um, I'm sure we'll find plenty of NFL stuff to talk about, and we have got plenty to talk about tonight as well. Super Bowl Fifty Seven was an absolute cracker. But before we get into all of that, I have got a kickoff question for you, and it's a, it's a fun one. This one. Uh, this Aww. was. This was Keith's suggestion. Right, so Andy Reid celebrated his Super Bowl win with a pizza delivery and a side salad, as only Andy Reid could possibly do. Um, Patrick Mahomes, he went to Disneyland uh, again, because that's what Patrick Mahomes did. Uh, but how would you celebrate lifting a Lombardi trophy? It can be as ridiculous as you want it to be. Um, I'm going to go to Liam first because your team's actually won a Super Bowl. <laughs> so... <laughs> and you stand a chance of actually lifting one. So, yeah, if you were if you were coaching quarterback, whatever you want to be, how would you celebrate? What would you do, bud? I tried to have a think about this one. Um, so I think I think I would try and not, not to go full Aaron Rodgers, hide away a bit, go on like a road trip, get away from the world. Not in the darkness. I stay away He's from in that. The dark room. Uh, <laughs> no sensory <laughs> deprivation <laughs> tank. <laughs> go do like obviously I've got like go do Route sixty six or something like that. Just drive, go oh, get shame. lost in the world. Nice. That's what I think I would try and do. Get lost like, in the world. Classic just, American just, just road trip. The trophy in the passenger seat. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yep, just living at large. Excellent, excellent, good answer. Uh, would you start? Would you start off in Green Bay? Green Bay? Would that be the finale of your road trip? Well, 
Yeah, well, it's interesting. I suppose normally starting Chicago, don't you, for Road Route sixty six? So, uh, you know, just a wee jaunt down from down to down from Green Bay wee, to Chicago. A wee jaunt, a wee <laughs> jaunt. Oh, yeah, so casually describing one of the, the most iconic road trips in the world. <laughs> I've just won the Super Bowl. I don't give a, I don't give a damn. So. It's, not, it's not the equivalent of going from like Glasgow to Edinburgh, you know. It's, it's, it's a bit it's a bit more than that. Well, it's pretty significant. Uh, ah, but if, if you're American, that, that's, that's all it is. It's just a, it's just a small a small road trip. So it's nothing. nothing. Small road trip. <laughs> that's it. What would be you, Brian? If if you were to lead your beloved Cleveland Browns to their first ever Super Bowl. What are you doing? How are you celebrating in style? At that point, I think I'd surely be able to go to Mars to celebrate in <laughs> the distant future. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll nick Liam's and go for it, but go, like, take it in a totally weird way. Like, I'm going to do like, the NC500 with a Lombardi. Nobody would know what it was. Just driving in those of really random Scottish villages in an off coast with a Lombardi. I want this. What was that for? The Harland son. <laughs> they didn't know what I was about. Uh, I, don't, no, I, I think I kind of like Andy Reid's style. I kind of like the... Because it's always... It's the same pizza place that he always goes to, isn't it? That, that's kind of his whole yeah. thing. It's like that tradition of going to, you know, his pizza place. So I like that. I like the idea of having, like, you know... like, go to like maybe, maybe a pizza. Maybe go to the pizza place, dinner to me, which is fantastic. Top, top pizza. <clears throat> if you're if, if you're ever up in, in the, the, the podcast, I <laughs> well, I plug on here to the well. Listen, they can they can take the plug because at the end of the day, they're, they're not the cheapest place in the world. So if giving them a plug maybe gets me a discount. I am more than willing to sell my soul. Um, I know, maybe maybe do that. You know, guys, something something low key. Get a get a pizza and a pint in your local with the Lombardi sat on the bar with you. <laughs> just a, just a all like crotchety old local staring at you. Like, like use, use, uh, use discount code Brian to get <laughs> off your, your pizza takeaway from his local pizza place. <laughs> Brilliant. So, so there's an untapped reservoir here that we can delve into, boys. How many, how many local takeaways, like really small local takeaways, can you maximise for? Hey, what, what have you, Smudger? Because you, no, you, you were making all sorts of grandiose I've, promises I've been, before I've, I've, we I've went been, live, mate. Thinking about this, I have, I have, right? So, right, pic, picture the scene, boys, right? Okay, right. I've just, I've just led the the Minnesota Vikings to their first ever Super Bowl win. Okay, I've, I've hoisted the Lombardi Trophy. How am I going to celebrate? Right, I'm going to celebrate with a pool party, but. Not just any pool party, right? Gronk's better. Right? Yes, Gronk's <laughs> getting an invite. Gronk, Gronk's getting Gronk's getting tweeted about this, right? Because this is this is my master plan, right? I can't just celebrate it immediately after, right? I need to get started on this straight away. I'm gonna build, right, a massive Lombardi <laughs> trophy shaped swimming pool, right? Like massive swimming pool, and see where the ball is, right at the very top. It's gonna be a massive hot tub, like for like twenty folk to pile into for my Super Bowl winning pool party, and I'm gonna have Gronk hosting it, and it's gonna be amazing. But I need I need Gronk to help me because he's he's got the funds and the know how to make this happen. So I need I need his help. Uh, I like the idea that you've got a flume set up from whatever the Super Bowl is being held at that moment. So you Absolutely. can like, you can you you can you can like. Receive, I'm you receive the game winning score, you bring that touchdown in, and you don't even celebrate with your teammates, you just run straight into the flume. Just straight the speedos on, just ready to go. Yes, listen, <laughs> listen, in the NFL, that the NFL must be the only sport 
apart apart from like swimming, obviously, because you need a swimming pool for that. But you could you could watch <laughs> the NFL from a swimming pool in in some of the stadiums in America. It's that it's bonkers. Like, is that, is that Miami? They've got that. I can't uh, remember. Is it, is it Jags? Aye, it is. Uh, no, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's Miami. Is I think it? maybe maybe Jacksonville. Maybe Jackson, I, I'm not. Well, I'm going, um, I'm going, I'm going I mean, they're all they're all roasting hot. They've probably all got them, but um, definitely, I definitely I Miami. You can sit. You boys have got a swimming pool. Hey, <laughs> listen, we've got an indoor stadium now. We've a US Bank Stadium. You could absolutely have a pool party in there, sitting in the hot tub. I'll, I'll, I'll be having my one up. It's me, the me, me, and Kirk just sitting there with our, with our chains <laughs> on, taps up. That's it, just drowning under all the blind. Uh, yeah, no, it's, 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 it's Everbank Field. Uh, so it's the Jags. The Jags have got swimming pools. There you uh, go. Thousands of dollars for all you can eat eat and drink while in the pool. Not a fan. Not a fan of eating and drinking in the pool. Yeah, imagine how much a ticket we natural, we, we natural boat. Uh, maybe maybe the Bucks have got one as well. They've got you know we, we Tampa Bay Bucks boat. Oh, we tell, well, I think there was a purely pirate ship Lyles. themed pirate ship. Yeah, pirate ship yeah. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Good answers, boys. Right, okay, that rounds up our kickoff question. We're all warmed up now, already. Ready to get into the main event. Here we go. Super Bowl, Super Bowl roundup. So, if you tuned in at the last podcast, um, with Keith and the boys, uh, it was. Highly recommend um, going back and listening in. Really, really good breakdown of the, the, the big match. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. So I thought for this, we're just going to have a wee kind of blather about some of the aftermath of it, what you boys did for the, the actual Super Bowl event itself. Brian, I know I know what you did. I saw the pictures. I saw some of the videos. You, you apparently didn't, but um, was it decent? Decent atmosphere, good, good build up. You, you guys did the did the live pod. Obviously, we we picked some winners from the competition, big Super Bowl competition. So shout yeah, out to all the winners of that. We, we had a great one when we were all getting organised. Uh, I say the, the crew got together. Had a, <coughs> had a, we all got together, had a little bite to eat to get ready for the ready for the big event. Then went recorded the pod that all you wonderful, wonderful viewers got to see, got our winners chosen. That was a great laugh, I must say. First one we had the chance to do a, a live pod where we were all together. Uh, it was a great combination of getting all the all the crew in one place. And obviously, it's great having to you know, get Keith in the background so he can actually shush you in reality <laughs> when, you, when you only shut up. Um, but no, that was fantastic. Then yes, then we were, we, we were over in a casino. We rented a, a lovely table with, with some sat and watched the game and indulged in some uh, a little bit of the old fluttering as well of some pennies upstairs Ooh, in the, the, the table the games. Uh, yeah, and we had an absolute real time watching the game there. It was actually pretty well uh, pretty well filled as well. Nice mix of fans in the casino as well, which was nice, nice. to see. Obviously nice to see the game getting the love, um, do you know what I mean, here in the UK, here in Scotland. Uh, so, you know, in Glasgow it certainly seemed that there was lots and lots of... Uh, options to watch the Super Bowl this year, which is brilliant. It shows that the game's getting more and more traction kind of in the in not just the UK market but the Scottish market. So yeah, yeah no, it's I look loads loads of the boys in the, the WhatsApp chat sharing like where they were watching the game and stuff. And you're you're absolutely right. Loads of places now showing the game and stuff and loads of you guys getting involved on Twitter sharing what you've been doing to watch <coughs> the Super Bowl. It was it was brilliant. Like I say we picked our winners and and then true uh, Gridiron Crew podcast still even even the winning uh, the winners draw had an asterisk beside it because we had to do a wee last we last minute check of the small print <laughs> terms <laughs> and conditions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, 
But uh, no, that was brilliant. I see that the see the prizes have now made their way out to to the winners. So I have to say, well, well done to everybody that uh, won a prize there. I'm sure we'll do something else as well in the off season. Uh, we'll find we'll find something to do. I'm sure. Um, what about you, Liam? How was your How was your Super Bowl experience? Um, I ended up. Well, it was really good. I well, I ended up. I had a relatively quiet one, just back in the house. But um, had a nice wee set. I've got got some wings going. Got some some snacks on the go. So nice. I managed to time it well for once for my wings. I managed to actually tame them for kickoff, which I was impressed with myself. Excellent. No, normally that always goes wrong, but um, it's always like as soon as I, you know, first touchdowns went to go in. Yeah. <laughs> You're the ping of the effort. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the, the, the critical moment when you need to get the wings or the bum. <laughs> it's a choice if, if you make in life, isn't it? So what's more uh, important? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Passes in the air. So not as I covered a couple of light beverages and it was I was I was good. I was good. I nice. well, can't really complain nice. the game, can we? It was a good a good shootout. So yeah, yeah enjoyed it. Uh, I miss I miss watching it with you boys. Uh, I'll definitely I'll be there next year in person. Absolutely. I was I was down down watching the Super Bowl down in Bristol, but uh I was Good, good to know. I've not have work on the Monday morning for a start. That was, yeah. that was always, always a good well, thing. That's I, all, that's I, always key I had the Monday too. and the Tuesday off, so that yeah, that definitely helped. So good, good, good snacks and a, and, a, and a few beverages as well. But yes, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. But see, the stage was set in Arizona. The Kansas City Chiefs, thirty-eight to thirty-five against the Philadelphia Eagles, and the, the, the Super Bowl had everything. From from Nick Sirianni tearing up during the national anthem, which was a which was a a, a cracker in its uh, in its own right. I've never yeah. heard this song before. <laughs> it, was, it was a good 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 national anthem. You'd uh, Andy Reid putting on a strategic masterclass in the second half. You know Philly getting in at the half. You, you thought this is this is looking like um, it could could be Philly's Super Bowl. Um, two absolute giants at the quarterback position. Uh, Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts, they, they both played their absolute hearts out. I mean, they, they couldn't they couldn't have done any more. Um, and you, you wondered in the second half, what's, what's Mahomes going to do? Uh, you had this ankle aggravated uh, just, just before halftime. You're like, is he even going to come out? What's he going to do in the second half? How are the Chiefs going to do anything productive in the second half? And then he comes out and it just was unreal. I mean, he's now got Two Super Bowl rings, two Super Bowl MVPs. He's a five-time Pro Bowler, three-time All-Pro. He's just unbelievable. Uh, and, and to put it into perspective, he's got um, a fifty-yard, sorry, a fifty-touchdown season and a forty-touchdown season already. And to put that into perspective, Jalen Hurts had twenty-two touchdowns this season, which and he, he wasn't exactly bad this season. Like Jalen Hurts was absolutely fantastic for the Philadelphia Eagles as well. Um, the year he was in the MVP conversation. Uh, yeah, and, and rightly so, rightly so. He's he's been absolutely brilliant for for the Philadelphia Eagles, and I, and I did feel for Hurts. So I, I got to say that like he, he he really he didn't really put much well, apart from the fumble in in the first half. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was again, I'm going to say three Russian touchdowns makes up for that. But yeah, uh, yeah. yeah exactly, exactly. You, you can't really criticize <coughs> for that, um, but. Yeah, the, the, the thing that stood out for me in this, right, um, was Philly entered the Super Bowl with a chance to tie the NFL record for sacks in a season, right, mm. which was held by the 1985 Chicago Bears. And that the fact Chicago Bears that, team. Exactly, that, <laughs> that, that defence. So the fact that the Chiefs' offensive line held them to absolutely 
nothing. Zero sacks shows you what a good job they did. That that was the, the one of the absolutely deciding factors in this was giving Mahomes that protection, especially when he had that, you know, the, the, the aggravated injury. Gave him that wee extra bit of time and he didn't do anything. I mean, he obviously did something spectacular. It's, it, it was brilliant, but he was just so, like... He wasn't being over ambitious. He was he was picking his passes. He wasn't going too deep. It wasn't the, the, the Eagles had to take a few more risks, and you saw that a few times from from Hurts. Um, like some of these some of these deeper shots, which were brilliant. Like the the the, the, the touchdown pass that he, he, he AJ Brown, to, to AJ yeah, Brown was unbelievable, brilliant. Um, <clears throat> but just I think the fact that that O line say zero sacks and you saw like Keith Humphrey and Orlando Brown and Trey Smith all with their mm. t-shirts on and the, the open top bus parade, zero sacks. Um, that, that, that I think alone went a long, long way to deciding the second half of that, that Super Bowl. Because up until then you thought, I, I thought half time any that the Eagles were, they were the stronger team. Um, they, they took they took more risks, but you've got again hand it to Andy Reid as well. He turned it around in the second half, stuck to stuck to the plan. They kind of mixed it up with the kind of running and the the, the passing game. Uh, just just incredible the whole game. Yep. He, he, uh, he was. One one of the big things that jumped out at me is just how you talk about the zero sacks and the rest of it. We're yep. talking about zero sacks to what going into it was what the NFL's second best defense behind. <clears throat> behind only the, the 49ers who've been electric on defence all year. Um, so, you know, it's not like they went zero sacks against, you know, I, I don't know, the, the Texans or something like that. <laughs> uh, zero, zero sacks against an absolute... Well, you know, even myself spent a huge amount of time talking about how the, the Eagles' pass rush was absolutely elite. Um, it was going to be a big issue for Mahomes... Could he, you know, could he step up to that? Because don't on Casey's line's good, you know, he will, obviously. Um, but they're not at anything we were walking into the, the game going, right, that's it. The Eagles are gonna get nothing past this line. Everybody thought like those were the battles that would really decide the game, and we all thought it'd be really close battles. End of the day, if there's an O-line you can wrap a game up with zero sacks, that wasn't a close battle. You absolutely yeah. the score might have been close for the whole game. But that O line dominated the whole game. That that you know that was like a, well, it was a shutout performance for them. So yeah, you know what I mean. Do do we say the big words? Do do we, do we say the big words now? You know, are we talking Casey? Are they now officially officially on the dynasty? He wants the demons. Oh, he's the dropped in there. Are they a dynasty? Are they? Are they now? Are they now the bad? Are you? Are you? Are you saying we've, we've we've got an elite an elite quarterback with an elite tight end, an experienced senior head coach? Where where have we seen this recipe before? Where, this, this, this all sounds kind of familiar. So, so familiar. Similar we recipe. We don't even have uh, like a, a KC equivalent of like Edelman. Yeah, we, we don't even have that. Um, you know, really elite wide receiver. You know they've got basically me playing at wide receiver. Oh, hi, hi. They've got they've got elite TikToker Juju Smith. That's ah, very true. You know, that's that you know Corvette Corvette. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about that so. later because that was hilarious. <laughs> um, no, I, I think yes, you probably now having seen the the, the Chiefs get to uh, their second uh, let's see second Super Bowl, uh, <sighs> second championship in in four years. 
they're absolutely yeah, they're, dominating. Super Bowl in four years. Sorry, Top second Super Bowl, Super, second Super Bowl champion. Sorry, second yeah, second Lombardi in four years. Um, yeah, but they've, they've absolutely dominated the AFC West. Uh, seven consecutive divisional titles and uh, five invitations to what Studs is is calling yes the the annual Arrowhead oh. Invitational. <laughs> we know Studs. We know. And, and don't um, forget, they lose every single off season apparently. <laughs> every, every single off season I can remember can think of KC have been ready for a hiding for everybody always a rebuild always a rebuild isn't it always, always a rebuild <laughs> ah, yeah. they may be they may be uh, you know they may punt my homes for picks uh, get people started <laughs> yeah, for, for the Chiefs side of things we'll talk we'll talk, we'll talk about both sides I guess like now, now that the, the, the Chiefs have got their second Super Bowl and you, you mentioned the D word Brian you know the, 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 how can they build on this further can they can they turn this into a dynasty the, how, how far do they have to go before you start to make those those inevitable comparisons that will be made uh, you know to the likes of the New England Patriots but the, the, what, what what they achieved will possibly never be uh, never be matched but certainly when you talk about a dynasty and, and, and a team that um, is performing as consistency as the Chiefs are. I think I think you've got to start talking about that. Yeah, I think I think um, well, well, uh, Studs has been talking about like their young young rookies on their, their defense, and they've just put all their I don't know I don't know their all their free agents, but put all their all their chips in the wide receiver core now. Just build that up back up again. Mm-hmm. That was meant to be their their weak link this year. Um, so I think that's quite did scary. They, did they even well. they build it back up? I know that's but the thing. If, they don't. If, if, I know. If you're the Chiefs' front office. Are you really going to prioritize that? I know that's the, that's the beauty of having Mahomes, isn't it? I suppose. So yeah. exactly, they're, they're not they're not having to they're not having to give up um, picks to, to to fill the QB position. The their offensive line is showing how well they can protect their quarterback against one of the the, the best uh, pass rushes in the in the NFL. They've done it on a big <clears> stage. Um, you would have to say, yeah, probably wide receiver. Do they want to to try and strengthen there? Do they want to do they trade in the off season? Um, it think, will be really interesting to see what they do. I think Mahomes is quite under quite a nice friendly contract, is he not now? I think as well. I'm sure. I'm sure, relatively speaking for a quarterback, I'm sure. But uh, so. I, yeah, I think they have done some of the everybody's favourite cap witchcraft <laughs> to yeah. make that. You know, because don't know that might use the best, ooh, best paid player in the league. I want to say. Yeah, 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 he's the best paid player. In the I thought it was quite. A, well, I can't remember. I'm sure at the time. I can't ah, remember. Now. I can't remember. Dollars, is he not? I'm sure he's getting paid. I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's doing fine. Half a billion dollars. Half a billion dollars. Ten years. He could. He could afford his four hundred and fifty. Yeah, four hundred and fifty million ten-year contract. Yeah. So, but as as Liam says, it's it's friendly to the team. It's big numbers, and he's going to you know walk away with you know eye-watering sums of money, but. I don't know. Like, would, did they spend that those those picks on wide receivers? Did, did they try and invest in maybe you know they've got Juju? You know, did they try and maybe help Sky Moore take that step forwards? You know, he had, a, he had a reasonably quiet rookie year, but he did start to look better as the year continued. I don't know. It's yeah. What, what, what do you buy the team that has everything? <laughs> pretty, pretty much. I mean, is. Um, I mean on, on the flip side to that. You look at the Philadelphia <coughs> Eagles this off season, right? So, they would buy them. Well, the, the the biggest thing. Let's talk about Jalen Hurts for a second, right? Okay, Jalen Hurts. He's had another tremendous season. Um, he he's going to want paid, right? They they're, they're mm-hmm. going to have to pay him some serious money. So that alone 
is is going to have a massive impact on what they do. And they also have a, a huge number of players that are going to be entering free agency. So there's a lot for the Eagles to think about. They've got their defensive linemen. They've got uh, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, uh, Javon Hargreave, um, so many key players. Uh, TJ Edwards, the linebacker, Kazir uh, White. Their cornerback, James Bradbury as well. And we'll, we'll talk about Bradbury later on because it's, it's inevitable we'll have that conversation. <laughs> uh, CJ Garner-Johnson, Johnson, sorry. Um, yeah, all looking to be a uh, free agency. So they've, they've got a lot of things that they're going to have to, to shift around because they can't keep everybody, especially if Hutz is going to be getting paid big money. Um, and that's before we get on to the coaching carousel, which we'll talk about later on as well, because that's the, the, the playing staff is the probably the least of the, the Eagles' worries. They've also got the, the huge <laughs> headache with their coaching staff as well. Um, but see, we'll get on to that a wee bit later on. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna be controversial just throwing out of the notion of Hurts. Do you pay Hurts? Do you pay him? I think you do. I think you've got to talk about let's why isn't Lamar getting paid? Well, this is true. Russian QB. Some so, yeah, some somebody is somebody's gonna yeah, somebody will potentially trade for Lamar and the, the off season is gonna be really interesting. Yeah, you, you're right, Russian QBs. Guys like Lamar, oh, guys like Fields. Say. I know, I know. But like <laughs> guys like Justin Fields, guys like Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts. You're right. They all potentially could could carry injury at some point. But you've got let's let's think about this, right? You've got Mahomes. As far as now, now Brady's retired. Okay, he's he's off into the retirement sunset. He's probably not going to unretire again. So as far as active active QBs, <laughs> active QBs, you've you've got Mahomes as like your your top top tier. You've got <clears throat> you've got guys like Burrow and Allen, Hurts, Lamar, all of these quarterbacks that are. Baker. You know, <laughs> Baker. Keep trying, keep trying. I love how you said Baker with a straight face there. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Baker, Baker, I, I, he's, he's, he's still, he's still legitimate. He's, he's, he's definitely, <laughs> definitely got a future in the league. Um, but yeah, like, where, where would you now place? Where would you now place Jalen Hurts, having seen his performance in the Super Bowl, what he's done? Like, where are you p- putting him in that kind of tier? Is is he in a kind of Burrow Allen tier? Do you think? I'm not quite Is sure he if he's quite there yet. I don't know. I think I think you'd have to talk about Lamar. Do you, yeah. do you put him above Lamar now? He's got to a Super Bowl. Lamar hasn't done that, so mm. you know. Lamar's won an MVP. I know. Well, that's true. True. Lamar's um, MVP year. You can't tell me that. And, well, and got 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 cover, Madden cover. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he did make the Madden cover. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I, I think. I think he's. I don't know because I suppose again, like looking back at the start of last, the season, there Hurts was like, "Is he going to be the quarterback or not?" And fair play to him, he's, he's done well enough to cement that place. So I think he's probably top five, six, just in the five, right. six mark, somewhere in about there. I think. Okay, so if you were, uh, if if I give you a choice, Liam, Hurts or Lamar, who would you take? I think I well. Maybe it's just probably bias from the recent recent things. I'd probably take Hurts now, I think. Okay. I mean, you've also got you've got guys like you've got Lawrence as well. You know, big big Trev's had a he's had a good season this year. Could he, could he make another another step towards you know 
the Super Bowl next season, perhaps. There's just there's so many good QBs, and then you've, you're, you're going to add to that with the, the, the draft next year. For for me, I, I would put I would put Hurts in and around about the, the kind of maybe just below Burrow and Allen, but above Lamar now is where I would be putting Hurts. I would say, and I, I think you do pay him. I think you, uh, I think you've got I, to. I don't, well, I, I must say you don't pay him. You know, I mean, the, the man the man's a you know he's a franchise QB and all the rest of it. Uh, you know, concerns about rush, rushing QBs aside, mm. I, I if you gave Lamar his weapons, would Lamar put up the same numbers? Because Lamar's a much better rusher than Hurts. Much, he's a much, much better runner of the ball. So that side of the game, Lamar has him. Lamar's passing has always been a big concern. Um, mm-hmm. But then again, Hurts' pass has been, you know, it's been okay this year. But, you know, look, what did they make this year? Uh, and this is, you know, his best ever year. 3,700 yards in, in one. Um, you look at one of Lamar's best ever years, the, the, the MVP year. Uh, 3,100 yards, but he had 1,200 yards rushing. But his heart only clocks in with what this year seven hundred and sixty yards rushing. Okay, so, okay. But, he's, but he's got the he's got the QB sneak na- nail nailed. So. Oh, he does. Oh, <laughs> do, the, uh, do. Like a rugby storm. Absolutely, QB sneak for them is incredible. Aye. But I, I did read though he, he was most most rushing most rushing yards of a QB in a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. So, and, the, and the most uh, rushing touchdowns. Yeah. So. He's, he's going to be building on that. I still think that there will be questions asked because the Eagles will have to restructure. They will have the, the their coaching staff who's going to come in uh, next next season to take over in the, the OC and DC positions um, on the coaching staff. But yeah, Hurts, I think the, the question marks in, in this season, I think he's, he's un, undoubtedly answered them. Uh, I mean, we we all said. I remember when we did our our fantasy draft, and uh, Hurts went in the first round, and the eyebrows were raised. But I mean, come on, he's he's taken the Eagles to the Super Bowl, carried them through it, um, put put in, and uh, any other year possibly would have been an MVP performance. He just so happened that he was playing against Patrick Mahomes and a, and a ridiculous uh, Kansas City Chiefs side. So, do, do you know, I'm going I'm going to chuck my my lie, and I'm going to let it lie after this, right? This is my last. <laughs> Because I'm, I'm just, I don't know, I like Hurts, but I'm just not feeling this level of love. So <laughs> this year, and you know, we're going to say this is Hurts, it's his third year in the league, the rest of it, it's his best year, potential MVP. And don't get me wrong, to be fair, the injuries this year where he missed a couple of games are mm. more are more likely than anything else what killed Hurts' um, kind of aspirations to MVP. But, you know, this year he had the yards, he had the rush and all the rest of it. He had a total, total touchdowns, rushing and passing. Uh, he had 35 touchdowns, right? Lamar, that MVP year, he had 36 passing touchdowns. Passing. He adds <laughs> another, what, another seven rushing on, on top of that. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. you take peak against peak. I, I'm going to say I'd put him with Lamar. I'd, maybe I'd maybe edging it. A, 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 a bracket with, I'd put him in the same bracket as Lamar. Yeah. I'd put him in a bracket with him, with Herbert, um, T Law is maybe just kind of flirting with that bracket. Maybe he's trying to get to the club. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't he's think there's enough energy. Yeah, he's not quite. In I don't think there's much doubt T Law will get there into that club, but he's maybe not yeah. done yet. He, yeah. He's a distance away from the top tier for me, but Hubs. He's good, okay. but he's not top tier. <laughs> nice one. Okay, boys. Um, couple other things just thought have a wee blather about um, just about the super the aftermath of the Super Bowl in general. Um, we all saw in the build up to the, the Super Bowl, the, the Kelsey Bowl, 
and everybody was talking about the Kelsey Bowl. Uh, who who was going to come out on top at the end? Um, you saw the confetti coming down at the end, and you saw the Kelsey brothers kind of embrace it at the end. And watching the videos, it was it was a nice thing to see. Like you know, in terms of you know, one's obviously feeling feeling pretty down about the fact that, that they've just just lost out, and you've got you've got Travis absolutely ecstatic, um, and then. You get Mama Kelsey in the middle. She's got her 50-50 kind of half Eagles, half Chiefs jersey on. And then did you see she had like, she had the Chiefs and the, the Eagles trainers on as well. Like total 50-50 yeah, from I head think, to toe. Um, like her whole, her whole outfit was like based like 50-50. Um, but I was, it was really nice at the end. Like, you know, She's she's going over to console one, and he said, "Like, listen, just go go and celebrate with um, with Trav. Don't go celebrate with Trav, Ma! Go yeah, celebrate exactly. Trav. Exactly. Um, I was, yeah, you did. You did feel that it was. It was always going to be like that. Some somebody was going to be um, ecstatic <coughs> at the end of it. But the nice thing I saw was um, Jason Kelsey's charity. Um, the the Chiefs fans all donating to it after the Super Bowl, um, which I thought was a really nice touch. So they kind of combined both their uh, both their numbers, and um, that was like your kind of suggested donation. And the Chiefs fans uh, raised raised a huge amount of money for Jason Kelsey's charity. I thought oh, thought that was quite a nice touch. Um, at the end of the Super Bowl, there. Um, okay. Anything else, Super Bowl wise? Anything that jumped out from you boys that you want to have a have a talk about? Any? I don't want to go into any I, great I detail. I want to give some love to Kelsey. Bowl. Give, give some love. I want to give some love. You know, right? Like this, and this, this is my my soft squishy. But that was like you know, it was obviously a lot of chat about you know, first time brothers opposing sides or the, and it it, it it was. I don't know if any of you guys have been listening to the Kelsey's podcast and all the rest of it. I don't know if you I've, I've not actually caught it this week. I don't know if there's an episode out yet. But like last week's when they were build up to the Super Bowl and they were talking about how there was just all of that chat about it doesn't matter which ones of us wins. We both want each other to win. And it was so true. When you seen them at the end and obviously Travis Kelsey was elated and Jason's like being a big brother. You know I mean? That's all that was. You know, it was so yeah. visibly like upset to have lost because he's a, he's an athlete he's a competitor but at the same time he's he's a big brother and he was so pleased for his wee brother to have won a ring and then I'd say like, oh, all the stuff with it with a with mama Kelsey is with our oh, tears tears onion sellers onion sellers <laughs> everywhere <laughs> um ah uh, and then yeah they say um Casey fans get a lot of heat um and they earn it uh, frankly, uh, it's, it's not just studs earning it for the rest of them. Um, they do some things that earn a lot of that heat. But yeah, the, all the donations um, to Kelsey's charity was, you know, that was classic. Uh, yeah. It was a classic uh, touch, wasn't it? You were you were putting next to the Annie tissue. Oh, the onions have been chopped. Is that the national <laughs> anthem I hear again? again. <laughs> uh, yeah, as far as, uh, as far as, yeah, I, I, the, the the little kind of backstory there of um, Sirianni versus Andy Reid as well. You thought was he was he gonna get one over him? Was he gonna be able to you know rub that in after all the history that they had? But I just did, didn't quite didn't quite get there unfortunately. But anyway, right. I want to talk about. I want to I want to go back to the Eagles um, and and let's let's have a wee let's, let's have a wee talk about Eagles post season. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna move on to do 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 coaches carousel boys, right? Because it was a, it was an interesting Valentine's Day for the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, you've probably seen on we we all saw it on Twitter Valentine's Day, Juju 
having a wee a wee dig in there, uh, poking a wee bit of fun at James Bradbury on the on the holding call, um, which the, I've looked at it several times. And like it, it was a holding call, but it was a, it was such a soft holding it call. Was, it was a wee. It is, but, but it's a. Yeah, he did. No, he did. He owned it and said no, it was. And But it's the kind of holding call. You see them in replays all the time. And sometimes the, the refs let it go. Sometimes they don't. And, and and even Greg Olsen, when he was commentating on it, he said the same. He was like, oh, I'm not, I'm not sure about that one. And it, it was... <coughs> you just feel like you were kind of robbed a little bit of what could have been an even better kind of climax to that Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, if, if they'd been that bit further back and had to kick the field goal and then given the Eagles more time, you know. I just thought the, I just thought the rest were a bit damned if they did, damned if they don't, because if they didn't call it, I'm sure they I'm sure they're fan based to yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. So, it's just yeah. it magnified to, extreme, to extremes, isn't it? But, yeah. You know. It's the only thing I will say. Like, okay, I get it. And it's obviously a lot of Eagles fans saying oh, we were robbed of a dramatic win. We still got a Super Bowl that was won by a field goal with eight seconds yeah. left on the clock. <laughs> you know I mean? It's not like it wrapped the game up and then, like, you know, they just like knelt out the final two Aye. minutes. <laughs> that was still a great. You're right. It was still a great finale. Um, and it's yeah. It just you thought oh, could could it have gone to extra time? It could have gone to overtime. Could we have seen? I would have even further. It, it would have... <laughs> <laughs> yes, it sounds like you were struggling enough as it is, Brian. <laughs> I'll be honest. Three quarters was probably sufficient. <laughs> uh, bye. So we where were we? Hi. So bye. Valentine's Day. It was not a good Valentine's Day for the Eagles. As I say, we saw we saw AJ Brown's uh, response labeling Juju as a TikTok boy, which I which I quite enjoyed. Now, I'm 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 not a TikToker. I don't really know much about the TikTok. I'm, I'm showing my age here. Um, I, don't, I don't know about you boys. The, the only NFL TikTok I, I know about is the two minute warning. Uh, I'm not I'm not oh, a big TikToker. Yeah, but, yeah, but, but I hear I hear I hear the gridiron crew might. Possibly in the off season, get get a TikTok. So you never know. We might we might oh, embrace this. Like down with the kids. Find out. Do, do, do some wee, do wee touchdown celebrations. But um, so. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> right, so boys, coaching carousel. Jonathan Garen, Eagles defensive coordinator, mm-hmm. is now at the Cardinals, who of course fired Cliff Kingsbury at the beginning of January, uh, and then also. Uh, the Colts, they fired Frank Reich on November 7th. They've now hired Shane Steichen, the offensive coordinator on Valentine's Day, thus sadly ending the Jeff Saturday experiment. Ooh. Experience, nope. come on, that band name's going to stick. Experience. Saturday, <laughs> Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. I know, disappointed we can't do that in the next pod. Know, what's going to happen to Jeff? Anyway, yeah, what, what did you think of that? What did you think of the, the Eagles losing those two key uh, coaching staff? Are they, are, they, are they going to do a Rams, do you think? Is it all going to fall apart next season? I don't think they're quite as bad as the Rams. They've got, at least they've got some draft picks, haven't they? So, um, but, yeah, it's Rams going to be interesting, isn't it? Like, draft. <laughs> <laughs> How, I suppose it's a you know, factor of their own success a bit, isn't it? You know, losing, losing the role scene in DC. So, yeah, it's going to be... I don't, I don't know. Like, I was reading a wee bit, like, apparently they've got maybe some in, in-house, maybe people that can step up sort of thing. So, keep it... Keep the carousel moving, as I say, as we were talking about. So, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. Just another thing to add to the mix with the free agents as well. 
So. Yeah, they've said yeah. Um, yeah, possibly uh, Brian Johnson, the QB coach, might might step in to plug one of those gaps. Uh, Kevin Patillo as well, their passing game coordinator has been mentioned. So they might you know, internally promote. Um, like you said, we've seen all this happen before. Team has success. Team gets to the Super Bowl, wins the Lombardi, and then all of the offensive you know, coordinators, defensive coordinators, they all get picked off. Now, I'm, I'm not complaining because, you know, we, we got we got Kevin O'Connell out of it. Thank you very much, Rams. Uh, did did not too bad this season. Um, but, yeah, for the for the Eagles, you do wonder, can and, they... And they didn't get the Lombardi either. <laughs> I, all right, we didn't get a Lombardi. Yes. We won, we won the NFC North, though. That's the important thing. No, I'm talking get... about the Eagles didn't get the Lombardi. I thought you were talking about, I thought yeah, you were yeah. talking about, I thought that, you were talking that, about the Vikings. I thought you were having a dig it. <laughs> Oh man! I'm going to bust in. Breaking news! Literally, literally just pinged up. So obviously, this has been rumbling all through. Like, I'm assuming this is the same story. Yeah, yeah. During last year's Pro Bowl weekend, so Alvin Kamara and three others have been indicted. They have actually been indicted over the alleged beating at a nightclub during last year's Pro Bowl. So that was one that was obviously lingering and kind of, I think, working its way slowly through the US courts. Uh, or the, well, well I, I'm not an expert in the US judicial system, um, but working its way through that over the last year. But they have officially been indicted. So that'll be an interesting one to see how that plays out over the over the offseason. Um, obviously, the Saints, large favourites. I think we can say that say, pretty safely to land um, Derek Carr. And that was kind of what a lot of folk thought was going to give their offence that boost it needed, but you then mm. add that in with potentially losing Kamara to some legal troubles. Ooh, could be interesting, could be interesting. I mean, yeah, Derek Carr's, uh, he did, did himself no harm at all in the Pro Bowl, uh, put himself in the short window. A uh, few, few other teams, kind of uh, murmurs of who who might possibly pick up Derek Carr. I mean, the, you've got uh, yeah, the Carolina Panthers, uh, now you've got Frank Reich, uh, so he's gone from the Colts, he's now gone to the Carolina Panthers, Possibly a wee bit, wee bit harsh on Steve Wilkes, um, but mm. questions on what, what do they, what do they do at quarterback potentially? Could, could, could uh, maybe be Derek Carr going there in place of Sam Donald? Maybe don't know. Don't think so. think heard, yeah, all I heard mentioned was Tampa. Aye, Tampa. Yeah. That'd be a... You've got to be a big one. They've got a big, big set of, set of cleats to fill. <laughs> and uh, so I'll, 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 good weapons. So. Yeah. I'll, I'll, sorry, I'll, I'll, after my rudely interrupting the breaking news, um, I'll bring us back to the kind of notion of the Eagles, the coaches' carousel and all the rest of it. I thought mm-hmm. just that I had as we were warming up for tonight, just because I, I genuinely haven't heard this mentioned at all this year, particularly about the Eagles, given, you know, Jalen Hurts is he's only 24. Um, they don't, you know, it's not what you'd call an old team. But given all the pieces that have now fallen away, particularly on the coaching side, were the Eagles win now? Were the Eagles a win now team? Are they now mm. going to struggle? Like, properly struggle? I, I, you know, don't, know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, well, this, this is what I mean. Could could, could they end up doing a, doing a Los Angeles Rams and go from, from Super Bowl winners to, to not even making the playoffs? I don't know. I really don't know. They've still got they've still got huge talent. If, if you can if you can keep Hutz and you can keep AJ Brown and, and you can keep Devonta Smith there, 
there's, there are weapons there uh, for, for the Eagles. Of course there are. Um, Goddard as well. He had, he had a great Super Bowl as well, actually. Yeah. Um, uh, a couple of absolutely tremendous catches. No, I, I think I, I don't think the Eagles are going to completely you know, tank or anything like that. No, I, I don't think so. But there's no doubt that a lot of the success they've had this year is down to good coaching. So when those pieces are taken away, and if they do decide to internally promote, I, I hope that they... They do so, and, and hopefully, you know, still, still provide us with some of the entertaining games that they had uh, this season. So, time time will tell. Depends on yeah, what kind of package they give they give Hurts and, and and who they lose to free agency and how they draft as well. So, ah, lots of interesting lots stuff of, to think about. Yep. Um, also on the coaching carousel, you actually you you gave a really a really good statistic, Liam, earlier on. I don't know if you've got it there. Um, oh, I, made yeah. a wee, I made a wee note of it, but um, I, I thought I thought well, it was a good one. It's a, it's a statistic, but it's possibly not quite happened yet. It's, it's kind of yeah, it's still rumor, still rumored. But, yeah, but also, it, it, it probably encourages to as well for his Bengals. But yeah, I was reading yeah. F. Well, F. Eric Benenemy. I thought I pronounced. I can't pronounce that one. Benenemy. I don't know. When he's meant, well, he's meant to be in the mix for the Washington job, isn't he? I think we'll see. Yeah. But if he if he goes, then the Bengals will be the only team with our top three coaches in place and five for the five consecutive years uh, in the last five years. Wow. So a bit of stability for Burrow um, and and Co. So. So yeah, still, still thing... definitely happy with that. I think he was worried about losing his, his DC, wasn't he? Quite quite a lot in the. The chat that was going around. So, uh, the coaching staff. The only thing in Cincinnati giving them some stability at Central <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That, that is pretty unheard of, though. Let's say five, five consecutive seasons having like all, all of your major kind of coaching pieces there. Um, probably, probably no coincidence to say that the Bengals have had the success that they've had this season. So, yeah, something to build on there. But who knows? Who knows? Maybe, maybe we'll see some. Some some movement in the off season as well. Um, nah, Bengals now... are stuffed next year. Bengals are stuffed. <laughs> Definitely. Bottom of the division. Uh, zero, zero, zero wins. Yeah, uh, along along with those oh. along with those Steelers as well. So oh, the Steelers and the Ravens all are all going to have zero wins. The hope is, the hope is back, Ryan. The hope, is, the hope is yeah. The hope is back. <laughs> a new season coming. <laughs> a new year. We want Browns this one too. Sure. <laughs> So on, let's see, other coaching carousels. Now, uh, let's see, duh, 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 duh. coaching carousels. Who else did yeah, they I'm have? Yeah, well, well, someone just checks the file of facts. I'm, 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 I'm having a look. Ah, I've got it. <laughs> it, it does, ah, you need to be impressed with the, with the Bengals. I'd be interested to see, because obviously the head coach one, I think there's a lot in that. You know, you look at the one, the one, the only head coach of, of forever, um, Bill with the, with the Pats. You know, you look at that stability, it's... Yeah, is is that the big thing that really matters? But yeah, you know, so having you the same OC in DC for so long it does it does show why they've been able to really successfully do the rebuild that that we've seen the Bengals do over the past number of years. Yeah, yeah definitely yeah. helps help, helps with the players they've drafted as well. Isn't it? But, but, uh... <laughs> The the other one the other one that I was just going to bring up on the on the plus side for the Rams you know it's not all doom and gloom for the Rams I saw breaking news um, they've hired former University of Washington head coach Jimmy Lake for a for a, a spot on the coaching staff they've not even decided what he's <coughs> doing yet is that now, special <laughs> yeah but that's that's great news for all you all you Jimmy Lake fans out there um, I've got uh, I'm not familiar with Mr Lake I think he was going to be a water boy oh, name it Lake Bob, Bobby Lake's wee brother maybe I don't know. 
because anyway, he's he's gone to the Rams as well. But the, 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 I'm sure the coaching carousel will, will continue into the off season. Yeah, well, um, the, the other one I saw interestingly that I saw, I just came up. I think um, the Buccaneers have hired uh, the OC of um, the Seahawks. Uh, who was it? Dave, mm, again, Dave, Dave Canells. So. What's going to happen to Gino now? So he's lost his OC. Um, <laughs> Seahawks are one of the more dynamic offenses of the year as well, so you understand why teams wanted them. Yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. So that's a, I thought that was an interesting move that I saw. But um, after Gino's season and obviously Tampa, what they're trying to Gino. <laughs> post <laughs> post Brady. So. I'll be uh, really sad if I'll be really, really sad if that like absolutely tanks, you know. I know that's like that man. I never thought I'd be so d- upset about anything to do with Seattle, but like, I've really enjoyed <laughs> the Gino. Gino it was such a great story. The Gino experience will continue. Don't you worry about we'll, that. Want the Gino team to keep rolling, don't we? So yeah. what's we do? We've, I think we've all got a wee soft spot for uh, for for Gino. He's he's kind of loving with the Seahawks, and he he wants to be there. He's he's definitely going to do good things for the Seahawks next season as well. Um. There's just there's so many possible things that are going to happen this in this off season, boys, and I'm I'm sure that um, as as the confetti's now settled on the Super Bowl and we've uh, we've we've wrapped up the big dance, um, we'll do some specials. I'm sure in the off season, uh, I'm sure the crew will pick up uh, on on various topics, whether it's maybe doing some team specials, uh, maybe a Brown special. Brian, get 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 you know, hyped I'll, up I'll, I'll for come, the, the Brown I'll, season I'll ahead. In. I'll, I'll come in. <laughs> We, have, we always have a kickoff question. This is going to be the punt return finale question. <laughs> okay. What is what is your way way too early wish for your team's off season? What okay. is you get one you get one wish. This this genie is out of the bottle. It's got one wish for each of us. Nay wishing for wishes. Nay the cheating they cheat manoeuvres. They try to take him in to take the bottle into a dark room and work some mushrooms on it or anything like that. Liam, um, what would be your one, you get one, one wish for your one, team. One what, what would it be, Liam? On you go. What, what, what is the one thing you want for the Packers over the off season, and why is it about Aaron Rodgers leaving? Well, I know that's like an obvious one. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do I avoid that topic or not? <laughs> hey, you're, it's your wish. But, um, but do you just keep I, him in that uh, sensory deprivation chamber? I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure in the Packers special, I can dive deep into it. But like, I think it's tight. Might be controversial. I think it's time to move on from Rogers. I think we need to let love have a shot. Mm. You know, love, so, so you're pinning your hopes on love. Well, I think we should just go with it. We've well, you drafted him in the first round. You've got to give him a try. If there's no point in wasting more cap, losing more cap space, getting into even more cap hell. I think. Um, so from the way I was reading, uh, Rogers' contract just gets worse and worse as the years go on. I think so. Mm. Um, a lot of pennies that you're having so, to throw at him, isn't it? It's much I can't. Like, Rogers, you can't really say anything against him if, as just play, playing on the field sort of thing. What he did, he's done for the Packers. But eventually, is it, is it just time to, to to give it another? Like we're not we're not quite there. We're, this season was all right. So, but you know, I wasn't. Are we in a full rebuild? Probably not quite yet. But I think we just need to give Love a shot before because he's also if we don't do it now, he's going to be a. He's going to want paid as well because I think he's, this is going to be his fourth season he's come into. So then, what, then what do we do? So I don't those know. mushrooms ain't cheap. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go with love. I think we should just make a decision quick and just go with love. That's what I'm going for. Make it okay. I'm, I'm sick of all the speculation already. So uh, I, I, I like that. I like you know, Brian, then. I, 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 I want to see us 
Finally, uh, oh, see, I want to. I want um, Stefanski to hand over offensive play calling. That's my one. That's okay. it. I think we've got a really good head coach in Stefanski. I really, really do, really back him. Uh, I think trying to do all the offensive play calling and all the head coach stuff and all the rest of it, I think that's causing us a lot of the problems that we've seen in how things can get, particularly on offense and really critical downs can get really, really disjointed. Um, so I think Stefanski needs to hand over that particular bit of the reins to, to somebody that can just focus on that. So yeah, that's, that's going to be mine. Hey, Smudger, okay. what is it and why is it about Dalvin Shoulder? You're, you're going you're gonna <laughs> to like this one, okay? I've been thinking long and hard about it. I, I really hope, I really hope that we hire a, a top-tier Defensive coordinator. Oh no! Wait, we did. We got Brian Flores. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm that, delighted that you found Flores. I won't lie. I wasn't wasn't happy with that news. <laughs> up, oh, up until was, a week ago, static. Up up until a week ago, that that, that would have been that would have been my wish. I would have said we need to hire a really top tier defensive coordinator, somebody that's going to make our defense properly nasty next season. We 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 need somebody that's going to come in and shake things up. And I'm absolutely delighted that we've got Brian Flores. I think it's an absolutely brilliant hire um, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what our defence because undoubtedly our defence did let us down uh, on a number of kind of key mm -hmm. occasions this season. Um, I think I think offensively uh, we're, we're reasonably sound but um, and, I, and I will stand by Captain Kirk at quarterback. Um, I think I think the weapons we've got though um, yeah um, Wide receiver wise, tight end wise, everything else, I think we're I think we're reasonably solid there. But the the defense, I think, poorly coached is maybe a bit harsh um, because we do have a bit of an aging defense as well. So we are going to maybe have to to pull in some fresh legs, I think, um, as far as our defense is concerned. So yeah, with Flores at the helm, really really uh, excited to see what happens in the off season and uh, and in the draft in particular. You've totally dodged that question. Yeah, you've no, <laughs> totally body swerved it. <laughs> well, my wish is something that's happened two weeks ago. <laughs> what? King, come on, do yourself, man. I would, I would, I would. What do you want for Christmas? Okay. You, you, you highlight as well, yeah. Dalvin Cook to not have a dodgy shoulder. No, I'd li I'd like to see Madison. I, I would actually, I would seriously, I would, I would trade Dalvin Cook. I would give Madison the RB one. Oh, oh, there um, we that, go. That, that would be that's be what I would do. I would, I would, I would trade him. Get get some extra draft picks, and I would, I would give Madison the job. That would be my my toppings worth. Oh, that's, uh, that's 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 going on at twelve. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's I love away. I love Falconhoof. Don't get me wrong, but he's too injury prone, and we know what happens. The older a running back gets, the more injury prone they get. I love him to bits. I, I love Dalvin. I really do. Um, maybe we could maybe we could get James Cook. Just get the younger version. We could do that. Just do a trade with the Bills. <laughs> hey, listen, that imagine you did. Stranger things have happened. Just to make it easier on Jersey sales. Same, 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 we're, uh, we're nearly approaching the hour mark. Um, anything else before we wrap things up? I think we've um, I think we've covered everything we wanted to cover in our breaking news and our Super Bowl highlights and the and the fallout from the big game. Uh, but before we before we sign off for the night, Brian, any final words from yourself? 
I've just chucked you under the Twitter bus. Good. Um, Good. I'll be straight on afterwards. Straight, straight defending my corner. Angry onto the Twitter. <laughs> he wants Delvin Cook too. Um, no, do you know, this is, as I say, this, this is where, do you know, this is where we end as it's the dark time. But now, now it is the dark time. I've been talking about it for like three weeks, even though we're still at Pro Bowl and then the Super Bowl watch. Um, but now this, this is when it's, it's all going to be about how many fantasy drafts can you fit? How many mock drafts can you fit between now and September? The timer has started, people. Um, no, yeah, another great season has been, it's gone. Um, there's been ups and downs this year. I think there's been a lot of questions about um, offences in general across the league this year. We did a wee bit of a deep dive into the summer about what we've really, you know, when, when we've all settled down a bit, what are our reflections on the year. But nah, after the bit of the high of the Super Bowl, it's a good time to be an NFL fan. Things are in the up and it's now just all about what will next year bring. And I'm really <laughs> looking forward to it. Your hopes and dreams for the mighty. Oh, hopes dreams. and dreams. Absolutely. What about you, Liam? I know. I was kind of touching that. I'm, like as we say, I suppose as we say, the season's over, but it never it never stops, does it? I'm I'm looking forward to the, the free agent other carousel that will start shortly. Um, <laughs> free um, agency special show special. coming up, and then I suppose yeah, the the draft that's coming up. Well, it's not going. It's not. I don't know how many weeks as the draft won't be far now, will it? So um, so oh, we'll, it will we'll soon be some draft type. And get get all the hype going. Get all your rookie players, your your players you want, and that you're as you say in your fantasy. Seventy draft. days. Seventy days. That all. Wow. Seventy days to the draft. That's it. Jesus. That's, it, that's all. It's soon. <laughs> and, then, and then before you know it, it'll be like mini camps and all that jazz, won't it? So it'll be it'll be here again. Like here again. Soon. <laughs> we're, we're gonna get through this off season together, boys. We are okay. <laughs> it's not all doom and gloom. It's, it's not all bottles. Group. <laughs> <laughs> group. That's it. This is it. And I think, um, yeah, in the off season as well, like anyone that's anyone that's uh, followed us on Twitter, that's listening in, um, that's a big fan of your teams. We want to hear from you. We want to get you involved. Um, we'll be doing a few kind of specials in the off season, so you know, get in touch. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Love to hear your thoughts on on your teams in the off season. What what are you looking to improve on? Uh, hopefully, we can maybe try and get get some folk on as well. Mix things up a wee bit. See if you listen to me blithering on for an hour every so often. Yeah, Ravens fan on, so I can shout at them. <laughs> That's it, mate. That's it. Right, boys. Thank you so much, Brian, Liam. An absolute pleasure, as always, to talk to you. Um, I hope you've enjoyed listening. Um, if you haven't already, so give us a wee follow on Twitter. We'd really appreciate it. Um, at Grid Iron Crew. Um, we're on YouTube. We're on Twitch. We might even get on TikTok. You never know. Um, <laughs> but anyway, if you've enjoyed listening, give us a wee like and a follow. And we will talk to you all again soon. Thanks very much for listening. Cheers. <laughs>